Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Today's session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 317 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us as we continue with the study of the Come Follow Me materials for this week in November chapters uh, sorry, November chapter, November the 9th to November the 15th, Ether chapters 1 to 5, Rend That Veil of Unbelief. And today uh, we're continuing with a study about how we can receive revelation for ourselves. And specifically um, as well in Ether chapter 2 verses 16 to 25, the Lord will prepare me to cross my great deep. The manual makes the analogy that the Jaredites reaching the great sea, uh, the great ocean to cross the promised land is like us meeting challenges and trials in our lives before we can receive great blessings. And so what can we learn from this experience of the Jaredites and in particular um, the brother of Jared um, so that we can apply that to our life and try and um, have the Lord be central in giving us revelation to overcome these challenges. Um, In Ether 2 verse 15 we just we are returning back to the brother of Jared uh, where he's just been chastised for three hours from the Lord for not calling upon his name. Uh, and in verse 15, it says, And the brother of Jared repented of the evil which he had done, and did call upon the name of the Lord for his brethren who were with him. And the Lord said unto him, I will forgive thee and, for- and thy brethren of, the- of their sins, but thou shalt not sin any more. For ye shall remember that my spirit will not always strive with man. Wherefore, if ye sh- will sin until ye are fully ripe, ye shall be cut off from the presence of the Lord. And these are my thoughts upon the land, which I shall give you for your inheritance. Um, D. Todd Christopherson spoke about how we need to come to the Lord and how we need to have him in our lives uh, to receive the greater blessings. He said, quote, all of us can meet God's high expectations, however great or small our capacity may be. Um, it is a diligent, devoted effort on our part that calls forth empowering and enabling grace an effort that certainly includes submission to God's chastening hand and sincere, unqualified repentance. Let us pray for his love-inspired correction, close quote. The Lord has a high standard, the highest standard that anyone could have, really. Um, but we need to remember that he does not expect us to get there by ourselves. However, we need to have him in our lives fully, completely, if we are going to meet that standard. For if we don't, then we won't meet that standard. It, it's very straightforward. Um, we just need to make sure we are having him in our lives as best as much as we can and as uh, as best as we can. When we do this, then we can see great miracles in our lives. And we see this with the brother of Jared and this experience. Liken, you can liken the, the period of time where they didn't call on his name to direct and guide their lives, perhaps. Uh, like us having moments in our lives where perhaps we drift away a bit further from the Lord. So therefore, he can't do those great miracles. We can't have that great progress in our spiritual lives, such as building those barges and perfecting them so they're ready to cross the great great deep and then doing that. They would not have ever done that if they did not call upon the Lord. Uh, and this is why it's so important. Um, in verse 17, they build these barges, which, which were tied like a dish. And it mentions the phrase tied like a dish very often. Uh, I didn't actually count them, uh, but... You know, there's at least four or five, perhaps, times it mentions this phrase, tight like unto a dish. Um, and you have to wonder why um, Moroni put that phrase in there so often. Perhaps he is trying to get across to us just how tight and how um, how much these vessels 
repelled the deep or the waters of the deep. And we need to be the same in terms of temptations and trials in our lives. We need to build our barges. We need to build our lives so securely and so tightly that nothing can get through. Uh, And if there is uh, influences or aspects of our lives that are getting through, which are not of God, then we need to remove those instantly, uh, lest there be a, a deluge or a flood within our own lives. Um, in verses, so verse 18, uh, the brother of Jared comes back to the Lord and says, it's been done. Um, but then he has a question and he actually has three questions. He says, and behold, O Lord, in them, there is no light. Whither shall we steer? And also we shall perish for in them. We cannot breathe. Save it is the air, which is in them. Therefore we shall perish. So he's got three questions. He's expecting the Lord to answer. He The Lord answers the third one first, and he gives the answer pretty much instantly. He says in verse 20, And the Lord said unto the brother of Jared, Behold, thou shalt make a hole in the top and also in the bottom. And when thou shalt suffer for air, thou shalt unstop the hole and receive air. And if it so be the water come in upon thee, behold, ye shall stop the hole. So there are some times in our lives, probably more rare, rare occasions, that we receive an instant answer from the Lord, given us an answer what we need to do. Uh, I'm sure you can think back to experiences in your lives where you felt that. Perhaps it was when you were praying for the, to know if the Book of Mormon was true or if you were asking for an answer in, to, in something that you had needed to do. Um, you know, the Lord can give us direct instant answers and can give us specific um, directional answers which tell us what we need to do. Uh, he it is in his, in his power to do that and that is wonderful. But then, of course, um, this isn't the only answer he receives, and it is not the um, only way he receives an answer. Um, So he goes away, does that, and he comes back and says, right, I've done this. Um, What should we do about the darkness? Now, what's interesting about this is that the brother of Jared has to have done the work beforehand to get these answers too. Let's not forget that he'd actually built the barges the way the Lord had directed them before he asked those three questions. So it isn't just, uh, oh, you know, before I even get on to doing this job or get on to doing this work, can you tell me how this is going to happen? He went away and did it, saw the problem starting to arise and then went to the Lord with those questions. And that's, again, how we need to receive revelation. Often it is on the go or, you know, as we're doing what the Lord has asked us or even as we're going about our daily tasks and duties. Um, that is just the way it has to be. We, we receive revelation as we are putting forward our efforts. We cannot simply stay and pray uh, you know, in our homes and then not do anything about it. Um, so about this light, uh, the Lord says in verse 23, um, what will ye that I should do that ye may have light in your vessels? Uh, for behold, you cannot have windows for they'll be dashed in pieces. Neither can you take fire in with you for you shall not go by the light of fire. Um, Terence M. Vincent said this about this interaction. Quote, here is the point. Rather than solve the problem himself, the Lord wants us to develop the faith that will help us rely on him upon him in solving our problems and trust him. Then we can feel his love more constantly, more powerfully, more clearly and more personally. We become united with him and we can become like him for us to be like him in his goal. In fact, it is his glory as well as his work. Close quote. The Lord desires us to be able to know what to be able to consider what we need to do in order to move forward in our lives. 
Uh, also, H. Dean Garrett says this, quote, Like the brother of Jared, each of us faces challenges in life. At times we may plead with the Lord, will he have me go through this life without light? His answer to us might be the same question he asked the brother of Jared. What would ye that I should do to put light into your spiritual vessels? Close quote. And remember, let's liken this to ourselves as we should be doing for this particular, particular stretch of scripture. How can we liken this? Well, at times the Lord may well either not give us a, a full answer because we can choose what the answer may be. Or at times he may expect us to go away and do the work first, then come back and say, Lord, you know, I have considered the options. I have decided to go and do this. Could you please strengthen me or strengthen others or make this happen so that this, you know, plan may succeed if it is thy will. Um, and And then we see the blessings come. And I've certainly seen that in my life. I've seen how, you know, we, we can have a plan or a direction to go. Um, and then the Lord can help us achieve that plan or that goal. Um, and it's wonderful that the Lord allows us to have these opportunities because that is how we grow. <laughs> we could very easily sit there and pray and expect the Lord to answer all our prayers, but we would not grow this way. And then what's interesting as well is that, you know, he the Lord gives the answer to the light and says, you you know, you can't, you, what would you do? You can't do this or this because of these things. And then in verse 24, something interesting happens. He says, for behold, he shall be as a whale in the midst of the sea for the mountain way shall dash upon you. Nevertheless, I'll bring you up again out of the depths of the sea for the winds have gone forth out of my mouth and also the rains and the floods have I sent forth. The Lord is giving the answer to the third question that the brother of Jared asked previously. Now, we don't know how long it took for him to do the holes in the boats in response to the first answer about the air in the, in the barges, but we know it was in a second prayer after. And it must have been, you know, at least a day or, you know, it could have been more, much more than that um, before he receives the answer. So we see three different ways the Lord responds. He either responds immediately with the direction. Sometimes he responds, but he expects us to put forth the effort or he expects us to bring forth the answer. And we'll talk more about us bringing forth the answer and the Lord empowering that uh, when we read about the stones tomorrow. But then also there are some times where an answer comes and it actually answers a question we had previously or maybe a question we didn't even know that we had, but it comes later on. Later on, It comes, you know, when we least expect it, it comes in the Lord's time, which is what happened with the um, the question about the steering. He asked about the steering. He didn't get an answer to that. He just got an answer about the, uh, the, the air. He went away, worked on the air, came back and asked about the light. And then he gets an answer about the steering uh, later on. Um, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways and we have to learn how we hear him and how we can communicate best with him. Uh, and it will really direct and guide our lives. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please follow the Facebook group, Church Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email session at gmail.com with any feedback uh, as well. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.